Oh, man, Merry Christmas. Thank you guys for being here uh, this evening. Y'all, we made it. We made it here. We made it through three days of the coldest weather Georgia has ever had. Um, everybody survive? Everybody good? Like, I do want to say this, actually. This is serious. Um, if you have any needs, maybe on that Connect card or just before you leave, let us know. I, I don't know if, you know, anything happened over the last couple of days. If limb came down or you got a pipe needs fixing or something like that, let me know. I'd love to just, you know, connect you with somebody who can help out or myself or whoever, if we can serve you and your family in any way, um, if the weather got to you. So Merry Christmas, guys. Thank you for being here. Um, man, I love this time of year. I love, you know, Christmas Day and kind of the culmination of all this, this last month as we here at East Ridge, we've been talking about these, these Advent candles, been lighting one every week, talking about these different words, right? Hope and love and joy and peace and kind of just stepping back every year to kind of look at these things and the story of Jesus and what that means for us um, as Christian people, and Scott talked um, about it just a minute ago, just that we are here because God has sent his son, Emmanuel, God with us. And so as, as we jump in today, here's what I want to do uh, this evening. I want to ask you a question. What do hope and love and joy and peace all have in common? And it's really not a trick question, but I want to read you a few passages of Scripture. They're going to be up on the screen. You can follow along in your Bible if you would like to. But I actually want to read you some passages of Scripture that have each of those, those words in them. And I want you to listen and pay attention and answer the question in your mind. What do all these words have in common? Hope and love and joy and peace. The first passage is Colossians 1.27. It says this. This is the gospel. Or Sorry. To them, God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles the glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. God has chosen to make known the riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. Hebrews chapter 6, starting in verse 19, says, We have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where Jesus, who went before us, has entered on our behalf. He has become a high priest forever in the order of Melchizedek. So that's, that's hope. Now let's go to love. Let's look at 1 John chapter 4. In 1 John chapter 4, it says this, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. This is how God showed his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. So we got hope and we got love. Let's look at joy in the book of John, the gospel of John, chapter 15. Look at what, uh, what Jesus says about joy. This is John 15. I'm going to start in verse 4. He says, remain in me and I will remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. If a man remains in me and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And then in verse 10, he says, If you obey my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have obeyed my Father's commands and I remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy, there's joy, my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. So we got hope, we got love, we got joy, but what about peace? This is one that we've been reading uh, a lot, and you hear this passage read a lot at this time of year. This is Isaiah chapter 9, starting verse 6. He says, for to us a child is born, 
To us, a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And the last one is Ephesians 2.14, where he just simply says, He himself is our peace, who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. So what do those four words have in common? As you see those scriptures, when we talk about hope and love and joy and peace, what do they all have in common? Here's what they have in common. Hope, love, joy, and peace all have the exact same name. And it's Jesus. Hope, love, joy, right? In, in Hebrews said, we have a hope for our soul and it's Jesus who enters in, right? In 1 John, he said that God is love and he showed his love. It was manifested among us. How? Through the giving of his son. Jesus is the love of the father. When Jesus was talking to his disciples in John 15, he said, my joy will be complete in you when I abide in you, right? So if Jesus abides in you, joy abides in you. And then Isaiah said he would be what? The prince of peace. And Paul writes in Ephesians 2.14, he himself is our peace. Hope, love, joy, peace, they all have the same name. And one more passage I want to read you in Matthew chapter 1, kind of the, the, the other uh, part of the Christmas story. Starting in verse 18, it says this. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her, to divorce her quietly. But after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid. Take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son, and he gave him the name Jesus. So what is the name of the one who is the fulfillment of hope and love and joy and peace? Well, the angel here, he actually tells Joseph that he has two names. He says that the, the child that's inside of her is conceived by the Holy Spirit, and you're going to give him the name Jesus because he's going to save his people from their sins. The name Jesus means Savior. That's what it means. And we actually see in the Old Testament, there's two different people named the same name. It's actually the Hebrew name Joshua is really the exact same name as Jesus. So we have two characters in the Old Testament named Joshua. One, you all know the book of Joshua and the, the great conqueror, the deliverer, the warrior, the savior of God's people, Joshua, who led them into the promised land. This is who Jesus is for us our conqueror of sin, our deliverer from death, the one who leads us home into the promised land to be with God in relationship forever. But the other person in the Old Testament named Joshua was a high priest, the one who intercedes for the people. And this is who Jesus is as well. Not only is he a conquering warrior, but he's high priest. He's the one who stands in the gap between man and God. But the angel didn't just say his name would be Jesus, did he? He said his name would be Emmanuel. And so when he said Emmanuel, he's quoting from Isaiah 7, 
where he tells us through the prophecy that his name would be Emmanuel. And Emmanuel means, what does it mean? God with us. That Jesus means Savior and Emmanuel means God with us. So when we see his name is Emmanuel, that means that he is God in the flesh. The Apostle John makes this so clear when he opens up the Gospel of John to say, he made his dwelling among us. The Word of God became flesh. This is Jesus, God with us. And so, hope, love, joy, peace, they all have the same name, and really it's the one who has two names, Jesus, his common name that he would be called, but also Emmanuel. And here's, here's the thing that we can understand about these two names. Jesus, Savior, that tells us what he would do, his purpose. And Emmanuel tells us who he is, his identity, his purpose, that he's our Savior, his identity, that he's God with us to dwell with us forever. Jesus Christ, Emmanuel, he is our God, he is our Savior. He's the fullness and complete expression of hope, love, joy, and peace. He's our all in all. He is everything that we need. He is the Messiah born to us to deliver us from sin and death. If we will repent and turn from sin and believe in Jesus, we will be saved. That is for all of us in this room, and maybe that's for you tonight. Turn from your sin, follow this one, this Jesus, this Savior, this Emmanuel, God with us. He's our light in the darkness, our hope. He's our way to the Father, our love. He's the firm foundation, our joy. He's our righteousness, our peace. He is Jesus, our Savior. He is Emmanuel, our God. Let's praise his name forever. Into sin and darkness came our lives, born with a cost. But life is not the proper name where light and hope are lost. Separation, fear, and shame consume our every breath. As we strive to spurn his name, we earn the wage of death. Death and sin define our lives and in the darkness reign, cutting with a thousand knives called guilt and fear and pain. Depression, failure, sickness, sadness, loneliness, and grief. They steal what hope we had for gladness, the scheming of a thief. What hope could we who sit in darkness have that light would come. What assurance to the heartless we'd ever not be numb. Behold, the prophet came to say to all whose hope is dim, even to those so far away, the light will shine on them. Awake, awake from death and night, in this your hope is new. An infant son of infinite light will be a sign to you. And so we hope, we hope and wait for light to make its mark. The day we hope will not be late when God will pierce the dark. A world of conflict, hate, and hurt, no peace can yet be found. Kings and kingdoms strive for dirt, with blood we bathe the ground. Friends and families fight as foes, brothers go to war. Since the day of Cain arose, peace has been no more. Envy, gossip, lies and greed, selfishness and pride destroy the peace we want and need when love is cast aside. Yet how much worse it is that we in sin and rebel ways declare ourselves at war with he who should receive our praise. 
We all fall short and in conceit reject his law and love. In treason, we refuse to eat what's given from above. Instead, we feast on empty fruit and fill ourselves with death. We scorn the peace of God's pursuit with every dying breath. Yet, in this silent night is heard a thunderous song increase. The angel preacher gives the word, he's come, the prince of peace. No enmity with men or God, relationship restored. Good news to all the earth abroad, there's peace in Christ the Lord. By faith we shall receive his grace, the promise of this birth. Glory to God in the highest place and peace to men on earth. Suffering days and silent nights, no happiness can last. Toil neath the heaven's lights as generations past. Work, perform, and then we sleep. Time spent in vain employ, like sowing seeds that others reap and they the fruit enjoy. A mom who labors not to keep her newborn baby boy, or shepherds tending countless sheep for someone else's joy. All vanity, wise men report, like chasing after wind. Our days are long, our lives are short. What meaning in the end? Gains and losses, laughs and cries, not new under the sun. One is born, another dies, the sum of joy is none. But hail, good news has come at last, how beautiful the feet of those who bear the gospel fast to share with those they meet. For men and women, young and old, this tale will be their joy. The one of whom the prophets told is born, a baby boy. So take up heart and do not fear, go now, see where he lay. In swaddling cloth you'll find that here your joy is born this day. How could God, holy and just, show man the least concern? Small and frail brought forth from dust and bound there to return. We are like children playing games unconscious of the end. Our lives like fickle flickering flames like vapor in the wind. What claim have we on God above whose image we've defiled? We could no more expect his love than a virgin expect a child. We are so small, so foul and weak, so pitiful and blind, yet in our pride we boast and seek to banish from our mind all thoughts of him who from above has made and loved us first. Our souls were made to drink his love, but we'd rather die of thirst. Yet somehow his love remains. The prophets tell us how. His mercy groans, grows and anger wanes, and this his faithful vow. To Bethlehem, the shepherd's town, a ruler would descend, and to a virgin unrenowned, a son that God would lend. To all unworthy, near and far, this word he shall fulfill. As small and shameful as we are, God sees and loves us still. So, no longer hopeless we who wandered in the night. This child born to us is he who is God's glorious light. The word of God made flesh to dwell with us by virgin birth. God's greatest gift to show and tell his love for all the earth. To downcast hearts, the angel sings the birth song of a boy. Born this day, the king of kings to be our lasting joy. And to all sinners near and far, the gospel to proclaim that Jesus born beneath this star would one day bear our shame. For though his birth was meek and mild, we must remember why. God's beloved only child was born so he could die. 
for our sins, he paid the cost. He loves his children thus from the manger to the cross. His tears were shed for us. But now in resurrected life, the son who died alone has purchased for himself a wife and leads her from his throne. His spirit lives and works within the church, his purchased bride, to free us from indwelling sin he conquered when he died. And so we sing and praise the son whose advent long ago revealed the long-awaited one the prophets came to show. He is the king of David's line and son of Abraham, the word of God the final sign, the sacrificial lamb, eternal father, counselor, our God and prince of peace, who advocates in heaven for the saints, our highest priest. So sing your praise and shout your joy to him, our great reward. No more a helpless baby boy. He's Jesus Christ, the Lord. To earth he came, he lived and died and by his spirit to indwell forever in him we abide for he's God with us. Emmanuel. Hey, please be seated. He's our living hope. After thinking about his names, Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus, the one who saves us from our sins, how can we not take communion tonight? How can we not remember the work he has done? And so in just a moment, uh, we're going to give us an opportunity to pray first. And, and maybe just through the craziness of, of what Christmas can be, maybe just take a moment and reflect on Emmanuel. Reflect on the Savior. Reflect on the, the living hope that he is. And just in your own words, prepare your heart to remember what he's done through the shedding of his blood, through the giving of his body. So let's just take a moment and prepare. said that we would take communion until Jesus returned but he said this we would proclaim his death we would preach his death and we, when he says that it's not negative we would preach the good news the forgiveness of sins that he took our punishment on the cross so tonight as a family we do what Jesus said we take this bread and remembrance of him and remembrance of his body that was given. And we also 
take this juice, which represents his blood, the forgiveness of sins, and we do this and we remember our Savior. Father, throughout this whole service, we've heard a message that you are hope, that you are love, that you are peace, that you are our joy. That, Father, in Jesus, you restore all things as they should be. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord, for this Christmas. We thank you, Lord, for the first Christmas. We thank you that, God, through Christ, you are with us. And, Father, because of all that, all things are possible. So, Father, we thank you, and we pray it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Listen, every every Sunday um, we take uh, we 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 give, you know. And in this season of giving, uh, we we give gifts. And so today we we give back to the Lord because He's been so gracious to us. If anything, this service has done it has blessed my soul about how rich Jesus Christ is and how He has been given. So in just a moment, we're going to give. Many of you have given online. Thank you for your faithfulness to the ministry of East Ridge and how many more people know Jesus because of your faithfulness. But also, too, you can place your Connect cards in the basket also. So let's pray. Father, once again, I know my heart, I know everyone's heart here is just full. And it's full because of the gift you gave in your son, Jesus. And so, Father, I pray this. Lord, may our gift bring you joy. But, Father, more importantly, may this gift result in other people knowing Jesus. And it's in his name we pray. Amen. Um, if you have a candle, you can go ahead and kind of grab that. You should have got one. If you don't have one, um, we have extras. They're back in the back. And we've talked a lot about tonight, just Emmanuel, that idea, right? God with us. And this is the whole story, y'all. This is the whole story of the Bible. This is the whole story of redemption. It's God with us. That from the very beginning when sin kind of broke that apart, that, that separation came and that fear and that death and that shame and all of that, that God made a promise to his people through the person of Abraham and then Moses and King David and on throughout the, the history of Israel that he would be their God and they would be his people, that he would come and dwell with them. God with us. And so Jesus is the culmination of that, right? That he entered into the story. But that's not the end of the story, that Jesus came, that he was born. That's not the end. We know, of course, he died. Of course, he rose again. And then, now he lives at the right hand of the Father. And this is what he said before he went back to be with his Father in heaven. He told his disciples this. He said, go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And here's what he said, and I will be with you always to the very end of the age. God with us, right? That, man, he came and he was born and he died and he rose, but then he sends us out and makes us a promise that he would be with us. And so today we light the Christ candle. That's that last candle, the Christ candle, God with us. And here's what we're going to do just as a, a reminder of what this means. I'm going to ask the ushers to come on up here if you're an usher here. We're going to pass this flame around, okay, just starting with that Christ candle that these ushers are going to come. You guys can just take one right there and just share it with each other real quick. 
And they're going to come down the aisles, and they're going to share a flame um, with the first person, just kind of the first people on each aisle. Yeah, y'all can pass it down. The first people on each aisle. And as you get one, if you will, just get it and then pass it down, like pass it down your row there. And balcony, don't worry, we're coming. All right, there we go. We got it all there. Um, and this is just an opportunity for us to be reminded that Jesus Christ, whom that candle represents tonight, that he is our Lord and Savior, and he has promised to be with us as we go and share his good news with the world. Amen. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for Jesus Christ the Lord, your son, your son whom you have given 2,000 years ago into this world to condescend to us, born to die, but not stay dead, to rise and to reign forevermore. Our Savior, your son, Jesus Emmanuel, he is God with us, and now you live in us by your spirit, God. We just thank you, praise you. Let us praise his name forever. Let us adore him in our hearts. And I pray, God, as we move towards a new year, that this would be a year that we just surrender ourselves to your will, for your glory and the good of those around us. We love you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you guys so much for coming today. This has been a lot of fun, and this is amazing. It was, that was super cool just to hear y'all's voices uh, lifted up to Jesus. Merry Christmas. You are welcome to blow that candle out if you would like to, and uh, just drop them in the baskets on the way out. Next Sunday, one service, 11 a.m. Love you guys.